Hello, and thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. I am your host and the author of the piece you're about to hear today, The Grey Knight in Coffee Chat. How's it going? And before we go any further, I'm going to sell myself just a little bit like it's a real podcast or something with millions of downloads and lots of adoring fans, yada yada. Sometimes I can be kind of shy about this part, but not this time. I'm doing my best to finish this year strong. A lot of you have noticed. Thank you if you said as much. And right now, if you think my voice sounds amazing, if you're enjoying the podcast, and if you're enjoying everything that's going on, it is a fantastic time to join the Patreon. There is quite a little surprise going on there for our long-term fans, our short-term fans as well, and I hope that you enjoy it very much. You can find my Patreon on just Patreon, The Grey Knight. It's spelled with an E, in case you're having trouble finding it. Just The Grey Knight, all one word because I'm dumb, and then spelled with an E because I'm dumber. That's right. If you can't find it there, you can find it on the Nightly Pleasures podcast uh, website, and that's exactly like I just said. That's nightly, spelled with a K, nightlypleasurespodcast.com. Thank you so very much for checking that out. And then one last little blurb. There's a sale going on. It's a commission sale if you want your audio recorded. If you have a fantasy that you want tailored just for you, like I say your name and I do whatever you want me to, it's got all the ins and outs, you can make sure it's all clear with me before you send anything in. And yes, I enjoy doing them very, very much. I can't tailor my stories to everybody. There's there's, there's gals who like write me a request saying, won't you write one about my thick thighs and how much you love them and my purple hair? And then also you should do an audio uh, about how I only have nine toes. I think a lot of women would relate to all this. It's like, ladies, I, I hear you. But that's the kind of thing that's for like a one-on-one kind of situation. That's not actually for everybody. I try and do my best to make the listener feel like they can jump into the story and scenario, no matter what they look like, no matter what's going on, and keeping that nondescript stuff. I have to say, whenever I read somebody else's erotica or I go across it, I think I've just done a fantastic job with this over the years. It's very much my style, and it works in the medium of audio tremendously well, is my opinion. You're allowed to have your own. But if you did want me to do your name and all of that nice stuff and go on into it, I'd be more than happy to. It's a sale, baby. It's only $50 for every eight minutes you want, as long or as short as you want it. So let me know. You can DM me. You can DM Ali. There's a form on that website. Go ahead and check it out. You will get it back. You don't have to pay anything until you hear it and you're totally satisfied with it. Uh, I like doing it that way, because, well, uh, it's 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 so nice seeing the payment notes, quite frankly. Uh, once, once a woman's listened to the audio that she's requested, and then she gets it back, uh, it's absolutely wonderful. Because, you know, your typical note on PayPal is all like, this is for June, or something like that. Uh, I have to have the most, like, if somebody ever looks up my PayPal history from, like, the client side, they're going to, it's got to be hilarious, because it's like, this is the best $50 I've ever spent getting wet, or something like that. It's a lot of fucking fun for me. 
So that's the process. I had to show myself just a little bit. Apologies. It's for all the month of December if you haven't caught on already. So go ahead, let me know. I get that shit back in under a week these days. Everyone's happy with what they get. Uh, just let Daddy know, won't you? Won't you? Won't you? All right, thank you so much. Okay, I talked about the mommy demastered. Fuck that game. <laughs> I talked about mommy demastered. I love the the subgenre of games called Metroidvanias. Also one word and also dumb, and you can tell it was uh, a word that originated on the internet. I love Metroidvanias. There's just something very fun. It never gets old to me, so long as it's a new game over and over again and I'm not playing the same one, about exploring a map, figuring out the limitations, uh, and then overcoming them. There is something about getting the double jump. When you get the double jump, which happens in almost every Metroidvania these days, th there's something in my brain that finds that more satisfying than anything. I, I get the double jump and I just go, oh yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a combination of like, ah, but then also, oh yeah. And the, the feast, the absolute feast that we've had, if you like this subgenre of games that came out five years ago, was Hollow Knight. And I'm like, God, it's been so long since I've played Hollow Knight. Um, I mean, it hasn't really been that long because they keep, they kept giving you free content on top of it, on top of the already decadent feast that it was. They kept just, more and more courses kept coming out of the kitchen. So it's only been a couple of years since I've been in the world at all, but it's been, you know, years since I've uh, explored it. Now, you can never get that back. To a certain degree, the map is going to be a little fuzzy for me. But I know where the areas are. I remember the music. Uh, a boss or two might... Because there's so fucking many. A boss or two might surprise me. But then I, I replayed through Dark Souls 3 not too long ago. Uh, and that's not a Metroidvania in any way. But I was just shocked at my muscle memory and how much it remembered everything. And then a boss would show up and be like, oh, this asshole. And I wouldn't have thought about them since I played them. But I was just shocked at how easy the second playthrough, even after five years of an absence between, between the two. Um, I played through the original Dark Souls 3 campaign, but then I got the DLC for, for free. And so I was like, oh, shit. And I didn't have the same account because that was my girlfriend's account at the time uh, when, I, when I played it. It was on her, uh, her Xbox, not mine that she stole from me, her Xbox, uh, that I played that through. And then this was a PC edition that I got. And I got the whole game for 10 bucks with all the DLCs and everything. And I'm like, well, fuck yeah, I'll replay it. And I was just shocked at my muscle memory. Well, the Metroidvania, it's a lot easier. They're mostly in 2D, because it's kind of hard to make one in 3D. But they're mostly in 2D, and then the map kind of unfolds in a very predictable way, generally speaking. You're almost always at some kind of center. There's always going to be some, 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 ah, some subterranean bullshit going on. There's going to be one area high up. It's almost always going to have frost and wind. I know, I know how this sounds, but just think about like people who play every Mario, or people who play every Zelda, or people who play uh, every Madden. That last one's not a very good example. But really, there's kind of, there's, even though you're going up with new software, there's kind of something very enjoyable about going and having these adventures, and you know more or less what you're in store for before you even set out the door. Well, 
I, I barely staved off the craving to replay Hollow Knight, not because I didn't want to or not because it wouldn't be a good time, but because the sequel or the spiritual successor, whatever bullshit the fucking team is calling it, it's fucking Hollow Knight 2, whatever you call it, you bastards. Uh, it's due out, quote-unquote, by June of 2023. Well, that's not that far away, right? And I wouldn't be surprised if it got delayed, because games are getting delayed left, right, and fucking center these days. So I wouldn't... I'm not picking my hopes on it, but I don't want to... I didn't want to consume too much of the feast again before the next, you know, the next course comes out. Well, I guess I shouldn't... That's a bad analogy. Before the next feast, Right? It's like eating, eating leftover feast, going, oh, I love that feast so much. Before the next feast, it's like, no, you just you starve yourself a little bit, and then the next feast comes out. Well, let me tell you. A lady of the night gave me 20 bucks to play a game. She didn't know what it was about. She's not a gamer. She's just being very nice and very generous. And I got this game, and I cannot recommend it enough to you guys because it sucks. <laughs> In the best possible way. It's a really good game. But unlike most games, it's got a real female-centric narrative and theme. Not only are you playing a female character, which is at the heart of Metroidvanias. The the Metroid in Metroidvania, you played a woman, although you didn't know that until you got to the end. You play this badass in a giant mechanical suit who's firing missiles at space dragons and shit. And then she takes off her helmet, and she's just a smoking hot blonde. Now, that's been uh, retconned a little bit. They no longer make Samus look super attractive. They make her look fucking terrifying in the modern inclinations, which is dope, because that's the lore. I'm all for it. But <laughs> at the time, on Nintendo, watching, watching her with her blonde, beach blonde hair, and there was a code that you could put in to make her in a bikini uh, that my dad knew for some reason. Uh, that, uh, that, that goes back to the beginning. Well, if, if, if we get to the end of this game, and I haven't beaten it yet, but it's fucking great. If we get to the end of this game and she's in a, in a bikini underneath her suit, I'll just have kittens and I'll be so ashamed and you can all mock me. The name of the game is called Ghost Song, two words, and you start off playing a character named Dead Suit who's voiced by a woman and that doesn't really mean anything. But as you go through this world, my voice cracked a little bit there because I'm so excited. As you go through this world, you'll meet other characters, and almost all of them are women. And you've got a real, real interesting thing going on in this narrative where they're giving you just enough that you get connected to these female characters and what they're going through if you want to, or you can just skip right the fuck by them if you don't. But if you do engage with... Because it's, fu- it's fascinating to me. As a, as a male writer in a male medium, uh, and what I'm pretty sure was a male dev, right? I'm pretty sure it was a guy who developed this game. Uh, one, one more note about that in, in a minute. He really delves into things like female identity. And one way that they do this is there's a female android. Always interesting, Right? Because androids aren't really male or female, but in science fiction, almost all computer voices, almost all computer voices are feminine. Almost all of them. Think about it. You almost never hear a male voice, and if you do, it's like Kevin Spacey and Moon, and you don't know if you should trust him, and that's intentional. But it's almost always female voices, but 
the actual androids on screen, if there's an actual actor or something in a movie or a TV show, almost always male. Think Terminator. Think whatever that stupid thing was from iRobot. I'm sorry, I hated that movie. Think, uh, I mean, I mean, really, data from Star Trek, the next generation. Uh, when you think of an android, when you think of a robot on screen, it's almost always a male. Well, this is a female representation of an android, and she got damaged uh, over the course of the story. I won't spoil anything about it. And so you get to have conversations with her as you progress through the game, if you want to, not at all mandatory. And she talks about her having to transfer her consciousness because it's so damaged, her body's so damaged, into a new body. Now, most games written by a male dev, and I, I, you can't really say most games written by a female dev because there's so few, unfortunately. It just hasn't happened yet. Most games written by a male dev, if there was about the question of can you just jump from body to body, it would be like, I want to jump from this body to this body because this one's damaged and that one's not. You need to get me magic jumper cables and a magic computer chip. It would just be a quest to something. And that's it. That's not what this game's doing at all. She's not asking for your help. If you go and you talk to her over and over again, she's not requesting anything from you. She's talking to you about a kind of lonesome robotic existentialism, about how choosing a new face is really difficult for her, and how she's fixated on the nose of her new face. She needs the nose to be the centerpiece of her face because her old nose, which has been torn off, uh, was. And how her face is going to look different. And she wonders if that's going to affect her consciousness moving into this new face. And at first I was like, well, is this just some weird, like, talking about plastic surgery kind of thing? But no, it goes a lot deeper than that. I won't tell you how it progresses, but just, I mean, no, no spoilers or anything. At one point, she tells you that one of her, either, either arms or legs, was a, was a half centimeter longer than the other. And your character, Dead Suit, responds that that doesn't sound like a difference. And she says, no, it's not a very big difference at all. But it's not going to be a quirk of my new body. Am I going to feel at home in this new body if the legs or arms are perfectly even? And there's a lot of stuff going on like that in this narrative. It's very, very interesting. It's a hardcore sci-fi narrative. There's hints of the world going on around. Uh, it's, it's a very, very tough game. It's going to kill you over and over again. It's killed me over and over again. But exploring, getting more powers, finding my way through everything, it's just been a delight. The second thing I have to say about this game is, I didn't know about it at all until it came out. I don't follow games before they come out anymore. I've been burned too many times. I don't follow movies before they come out anymore. I don't follow books before they come out anymore. I just media itself before it actually exists, and other people have had time to chew into it, I don't give a shit about. I don't give a shit about being a day one player. I don't give a shit about none of it, right? Been burned too many times by the hype machine. Marketing makes its money off manipulating our tiny little ape brains, uh, and they do it very, 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 very well. 
so I just don't even care. Apparently, this story, this game, started on Kickstarter. Remember Kickstarter? Back when it used to be used for video games and like puzzles and not the American healthcare remedy that it is now. Remember when you could log, in, log into Kickstarter and be like, oh, that looks interesting and not see like a sob story and like a bloody corpse and shit like that. Do you remember that? Ten years ago? Interesting. Nine, ten years ago, on Kickstarter, they started the game, they got the funding, and then after four years, or maybe it was five, this is all stuff I've had to find out in retrospect, after many years, they said, I have to start the project over again. I'm sorry. I know I'm already past due. I have to start over again. All right? I have to go back to the beginning. I know what I'm doing now. Uh, it's going to be worth the wait. Well, I wasn't a Kickstarter, and I didn't wait for them or anything like that. But I find that idea fascinating. This person took a decade to get this vision out there. The gameplay is very, very good. The story is very interesting and unique, especially for a high sci-fi setting. And... The person who made it knew that they had to start over to get the product where it is right now. And when you really think about the level of fortitude, discipline, will, all the negative hate mail they must have gotten for doing so, I find that fascinating. I dig into it. I think about it and when I'm playing it during the moments that it's not so hot and heavy the action i think like this person spent years making this they spent a decade making this they spent half a decade making it and then they stopped and they started again what i'm trying to say is get off my balls about murder bird okay i'm writing it i'm having a great time with it and i'm enjoying it more than anything i've ever written before i'm sorry if it doesn't comport with your fucking timeline all right person who's listening to this while scrolling through social media probably and getting all other kinds of dopamine maybe has a tv on in the background where is it where is it where is it where is it i fucking it's done when it's done i'm sorry that i teased it because i was kind of in a low place and it was so enjoyable to me i'm not fucking rushing it all right if i have to fucking do chapters over and over again to get it where i want it to be that's what i'll do god damn you <laughs> Hey, Jack's got a Jack's got a update on his podcast. Uh, it's it's right before the holidays, and he's feeling quite good. I bet it's a bunch of seasonal cheer. Well, take that, take that up your butt, season. All right, guys. I really hope that you don't think that any of that was the last part. There was was meaningful. Uh, I really do appreciate all the support. I appreciate everybody who's having a good time with the content lately. I'm having the time. I can't say of my life, because I've had better times than this, but the time of the project so far, I, I'm really enjoying creating, I'm really enjoying responding to fans for the first time ever, sorry about that, but it's true, like talking to fans and hanging out, it's been so much less anxiety-inducing and so much more rewarding than it has been. Uh, I'm in a good place. I'm plugging away at my own pace. And you, out there, if you have something to make, if you have something to throw out there, we both know the chances of success. We both know how abysmal they are in this world. But I hope you take your time with it. 
and I hope you have fun with it. There is no deadline. If there's something only you can make, if there's a story only you can tell, then you tell it and you take your time, babies, okay? Mwah. All right. That's enough talking about me and bullshit and all the rest. We've got a great story for you this week. It's a 100% uh, fan... Uh, I was going to say fan-made, but that doesn't... That's not true. Uh, I get a, I get requests. I do with them what I can. Uh, sometimes they're vague. Sometimes they're interesting. And sometimes I just have to put my own spin on things. But not this story this week. It came in to my Tumblr box anonymously, so I can't thank the person who sent it. But it came in just, here's how you do it. And I just thought, that's a great fantasy. That's a fantastic fantasy. I absolutely want to narrate this one from a male perspective and got to work with it uh, within, the, within 24 hours of seeing that one. And now you're going to enjoy it uh, very much. I didn't know what to call it, so here you go. This one's called Oblivion. Turn your mind off. Give it to me. Do you hear me? Do you understand? Turn your mind off. It belongs to me. You are too stressed. You are running around in circles. You need to let go. I will force you to do it. Turn your mind off and give every part of you to me. You are beautiful. You are sexy. And the doubts that you have are the only things plaguing you. You will release them. You will give yourself reprieve. You will give yourself grace. Or you will get none. You are valuable. You deserve good things. Even when you're not trying your hardest, even when everything lines up against you, you deserve it all. You are only human, a beautiful woman, a wonderful being, but you are only human. You will err, and you will be erred against. You forgive others, you will learn to forgive yourself. You do not have a choice in this. You are mine. From the moment I say it, until the moment I release you, you will give yourself over to me, eyes closed, legs open, body naked, you will be mine and serve me in this way. Do you understand that this service is difficult? Do you understand that not every woman can do this, but you can? You have that well of strength within you. You have that ability. 
You have believed in me. You have shown me. You have given me. You are strong enough to take it all. And you will take it all. Everything I have to give and then more when I decide you need it. You will not relax. You will not feel peace. The tension shall rise. The knot in the back of your throat. The tickle in your nose and ears. The tension and heat in your stomach. The band of goddamn anxiousness that rolls through your hips. They are mine. And you will give them to me, you will release them as I see fit. And you will release them now. Now. You will not be coaxed into it. You will not be given some gentle slide off. You will be forced. And the force is now. You are mine, a blank slate. You will listen, and you will take it. Your pussy knows the answer. Do you feel those vibrations? Do you understand what it's trying to tell you? You will be nothing more than the feelings that you have there. You will become that pussy. I will see to it myself. You will turn off your mind. Everything between your ears, every sick, sad thought, it is mine. I own it. I have no use for any of it. Cascade. Turn them away. A waterfall seeping out you like between your pussy lips. Let it Flow, I see the gunk coming out of your ears now, the plaque that haunts you, that stops you from sleeping. You are mine, not those little demons in your crown, dancing around and mocking you. How dare you? How dare you? Try and turn yourself away from me. Try and make yourself feel anything other than what I give you, and I do give it to you freely. I give it to you with a cost. I give it to you with both one hand for free and one hand taking, and I will switch them up as many times as it takes. You think it's only a spank to your ass that can make you feel this way. You think it's only insults that could make you dribble like this. No. You are more complex than that, and that is why you must not be right now. You are mine. Do not nod. Do not shake your head. Do not agree. Do not fight. Feel yourself dissolve that naked body. Feel yourself dissolve of everything that is making you question yourself. I will question you. I will demand... Not you. 
You do not get to decide this. You do not get to decide anything. If you were capable of that, you would not need me. I am the harbinger of oblivion. It is a great promise, and I intend to take you to the void. I intend to push you right into that fold, and you will go. You will go where I push you. You will go where I pull you. You will become what I tell you to become. You will discard everything I tell you not to. This is not paradox. This is paradigm. This is not what you will be giving up or gaining. This is who you are. And who you are has no value to me right now. Only your body. Only that pussy. Only the things that it is feeling now become that pussy. Become that pussy. Feel it. Everything it is telling you is what you are. Brain off. Pussy on. Spread those legs further. This is all mine. You will become your pussy. Your pussy belongs to me. Take that toy. Take that toy right now and show me. Push it right into yourself. There's no stopping here. There's no question here. You will take it all. Do you understand? You will take every last inch of it right in now like you wish that I could be inside that body. Now. In. Out. Pull it. I want to hear you gasp. I want to see you struggle. I want you to show me that hesitation so I can mock you for it, so I can deride you for it and make you do it again. You are that pussy. Push into yourself. You are that pussy. Push into yourself. Deep as hard and as long as it can go, pull out. Now, all the way, one fell swoop. You are that pussy. Not your moans, not your gasps. You are that pussy. In. Out. In. Out. Are you ready? Are you ready to get the pleasure are you deserving of it? These are not questions you have to discern right now. These are my demands. I say you will take it, so you will take it in slowly now. Grasp it. Show me that you're opening it. Show me that that pain has awakened you. You are that Pussy, what it is feeling mandates, decides. It is you. 
You summoned me. You brought this out. You came back for this. And then some more. So take it in. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. You are that pussy. That pussy belongs to me. You are mine. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Roll your hips. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. You are your pussy. Out. In. Let go of everything else. Out. In. You are mine. Out. In. You always have been. Out. In. And I'll take you. Out. In. Whenever I want. Out. In. Out. In. Out. Feel it rise. Show me. Show me that you feel it too. In. Out. 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 Don't think, just do it. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. Hold it for me. In. Out. 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 Get ready for it. Here it comes. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Out. Fuck yourself for me. Fuck yourself for me. Get it all the way inside there. Show me. Show me exactly how you need it to come. I know you're ready. Don't you dare defy me. You are your pussy. You are those feelings. And you will come for me. Do you understand me? You will come for me. Now. 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 Show me. Don't you stop. Show me. God damn you. In. Out. 
in, out, show me, show me, show me. Come on, you are both. You're more than capable. This is who you are. This is what you deserve. In, out, in, out, in, out. I said keep fucking going. In, out, in, out, in, out. In, out, 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 You are your pussy. Those feelings, when you have desire, they come from the core of your being. They come from the same junk that's between your ears, that's driving you insane, that makes you anxious, self-conscious, worried, and all the rest. Those same feelings drive you insane, but they can drive you wild. It's when you wonder if you deserve it that you question the feelings that pussy send to you, which is why you give yourself up to me, which is why you Let me decide. You will take oblivion when I give it to you. It is better than any mask, any gag, any blindfold, or any shackle. It is the one you choose, and you have no choice once you give it to me. I do not ask your permission to send you there. I simply know and begin. I turn off the thoughts in your mind, and I send you to the place you need to go. And now you can rise out of it. Now you can take the toy and cast it aside, and breathe easy. Take from this the lesson. You are that pussy and what it feels. The whole of your experience came into being and then decided to make you feel that attraction. You must feel it when it is there. You must Embrace that it is natural, good, and when you cannot, I will send you back. It is not a promise. It is not a threat. It is the natural way. You have given me control because I am controlling and because you need it from me. The stress you feel, the anxiety, the doubt, it is mine. 
and I have no use for such gifts, so I will continue to discard them, even if you continue to adorn yourself in them. You are mine, every single part of you, and all of it is beautiful, but some of it I tolerate much less than the rest. I want that pussy to remember, and so I make it ache, and so I make it shake, and so I make it vibrate. But you made it come. You overcame what was in your mind, and you dug down for more. You gave this authority to me. You will take it when I give it right back.